0: climactic events has lent the area to become slightly less inhabitable than it was before and that's saying it mildly. but as time's gone by over the past 10 years and all of the changes we've seen as a civilization um, lots of new life and new ways of living have sprung up in the marshes and if, uh, to cope with the, uh, the terrible changes that decimated the population. And the landscape around here, in this previously beautiful, gentrified state. I'm here on the the edge of what can only be described as a small pond or lagoon. Um, And what we're looking for, hopefully, this time in the evening, if you're quiet now as we approach one of these traditional nesting grounds of a new creature that's evolved over time in the past 10 years, since the weather changed, since the flooding. Um, Let's see if we can find it. Just get very quiet and very low at the moment. Okay, I just nip in here. We're in the sort of a muddy, dry area. It's been quite dry but the, for the recent times, but the, uh, the flooding, the ponds, I mean, the geography around it has completely changed. So if we just very quiet, very quiet, we might be able to get into a position where we can get quite close to something quite remarkable. Okay. Now you were not able to hear anything that this creature, um, any sound that it makes, because everything it does is muffled due to the very strange properties it's evolved in the recent 10 years. Now obviously there's been significant changes to the environment around here, which has resulted in changes to the wildlife, but obviously other things have gone on. So we're not quite sure about those. Created quite catastrophic changes to the environment, and also to the uh, quite wild and uh, rather quick changes to in the evolutionary process to some of the creatures around here. We'll just very quiet right now. Maybe we can yes, yes. There it is. There it is. There he is. Now this thing hasn't got a name, but as he creeps through the undergrowth, squinting and squatting in the bushes, I can see that it's a very bright creature, floral patterns. It looks almost like it's made of fabric. It's almost like, all I can describe it really is is if a man was wearing a duvet in the shape of a bird. Okay, let's see, very quiet here, very quiet. Let's get a little bit closer in. Remaining very low, very quiet here. Now we're a little bit sheltered here from what we can see. Let's put that there, put the camera up there. I'll purchase. Okay. Okay. As you can see now, I don't know if you can hear that sound. It's just like low mewling on the breeze. Just carrying over over to us here. I think that could be a mating call. we're not entirely sure. Not a lot known about this creature. It's very new. It's very strange. So out here in the marshes, we're just looking on here, watching the strange creature. Oh, look at that. Seems it's got some kind of extension coming from the front, where it's almost from inside its mandible beak. It's like a lobster claw for a face. And it looks like part of a... Part, perhaps, of a hoover, of an old vacuum cleaner. It looks like an old vacuum cleaner. An old sack vacuum cleaner. Floral print. The sort of thing your great-grandma might have had in the 1950s. So now we just watch as it creeps through the undergrowth it looks like now the mouthpiece the plastic mouthpiece is extended and the body of the creature that looks like it's foraging for food it's sniffing the ground i mean i say sniffing it's it's somehow analyzing the ground with its some kind of sensory perception through that plastic mouthpiece Slowly, it seems to be picking up some kind of what we can, I can only describe to you listeners as a scent. We see it's following something. It's tracing along through the undergrowth. Okay. We can see it through the binoculars here. But maybe we're just going to move around slightly just to try and keep up. Just try and keep up, change position to try and see what it is that it can see. It's slightly away from where we are now. It's, it's, good, it's moving. across. Okay we're well, having a look through this here now oh my word oh my word If you can, you can you hear listeners just underneath the kind of the low mewling this is kind of that mewling I don't think it's I don't think it's it's, it's the uh, creature I think I thought it was the creature but I actually think it's the sound it's, the, it's a human sound it's the sound I think it's a female human sound it's a very low tragic resigned crying moan and if you look very well we're looking for you this looking very carefully out into the into the bushes i think you can see a a naked it's i think it's a naked woman i I do believe it is i can't quite tell in this light could be a man and i'm done judging by the sounds i can hear Obviously it could be a very high-pitched man obviously in, in, the, in the marshes before the flooding were a hugely androgynous place for clothing and fashion so maybe, maybe, it, could be a, maybe it could be a man, we don't know. He seems to be trapped in some way, arms, arms seem to be pinned to the ground. One, both, both legs seem to be incapacitated and some are not moving. And the creature is approaching I don't know if the the human's got caught in some kind of trap, some kind of trap here. Nonetheless, methodically, the creature sweeps the ground with its proboscis. It's half flesh, half plastic, sniffing, and it's now reached the legs of the the human. The mewling's increased slightly, but not enough to suggest that anything's going to change in this situation straining towards an inevitability here a terrible, terrible inevitability as the plastic flesh of the proboscis creeps up what I think is in between the two legs of the incapacitated human and now the bag is the bag of the Bird, the bag of the creature is, is inflating, is filling up and, and the human, I can't tell, I can't, it seems to the human seems to be reduced oh my gosh, oh I think it's feeding I think it's feeding, no it's stopped it's stopped and now now the bag's deflating and the bird creature Hoover bag, duvet bird it's deflating Seems to have inflated gastrically. Now the bird is retreating. The Hoover bag duvet bird retreats, and the human is not making any kind of sound. Okay, it's coming back towards us in this direction. Generally, I don't think it's seen us, so we better make a move now. But um, I'll be back and I'll be back to uh, get in touch with you in the studio with more. Uh, peculiarities that we find out in the marshes later on. We better get moving. Okay, see you later. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye bye bye.
1: is a movie clip, bitch. You know I'm having shit. Smoke on Golo, gas and shit, and I'm tall for the chest I was born in this shit. My old man was rich and shit. I was young then, want shit, and I'm still in this shit. My life is a movie clip, bitch. You know I'm having shit. Smoke on Golo, gas and shit, and I'm two for the chest I was born in this shit. I was born in Gucci shit. I was born in Giddy quick. I was born to take a speech. I was born to drive a bass. I was born to spinny ass. I was born in celebrate I was born to be the man I was born to drink the lean, I was born to serve these things I was born to cook the crack and I was born to shake the dick I was born to feed my friends and take care of my family I was born to thump to harness, I was born to touch a king I was born to fuck spit. I was born to hit your list, I was born to have a bad bitch ride on my dick I was born to wear these kicks, I was born in front of rip I was born and get this money, I was born and get this shit I was born and born and go, never slow, get the dough Never, never trust a hoe. she gon' be that when you go Badge got you where she go, she done left a nigga, bro Money coming, money go. I was born on a go I was born in this shit, my old man was rich as shit I was young, then one for shit and I'm still in this shit My life is a movie clip, Bitch you know I'm having shit Smoke on go low gas and shit And I'm torn fucking chase. I was born in this shit My old man was rich shit I was young, didn't want shit And I'm still in this shit My life is a movie clip, Bitch you know I'm having shit Smoke on go low gas and shit And I'm torn for chase I was born in this shit
2: Your greatest missus You hope the ink Will never dry Reddit
3: Okay, tonight's show will be in uh, it's taking a bit slightly different format from normal. Um, we started with a bit of a uh, field recording made by uh, the anthropologizer Terry Nutkiss in Hackney Marshes 2025. Um, so we're trying to get a bit scientific, trying to up the I, uh, intelligent quotient of the show. Um, bringing it back down again, um, speaking of anthropology, this is, okay, this is a little bit like, uh, shit stand-up, okay, so, speaking of anthropology, um, found out today that, uh, my girlfriend's a zoophile, it's, well, I mean, she just really likes the zoo anyway, boom, thank you for- thank you very much, um, uh yeah i would say i'm here all week but i'm not um and don't try the fish cuz that's just a euphemism for my semen um we're going to carry on now i'm just going to play i'm just playing sort of less techno-y stuff for the first hour um and then we're going to and just with a few uh these little bits from terry nutkiss um a, a guy of Found a lot about this week. A really interesting guy. Did some really crazy shit. So some of this outsider kind of anthropology, anthropologizing that um, he was involved in. We're going to do a bit of that to begin with. Um, play a few cool tunes, which bit a bit more, more guitar-based, something a bit more catchy. You know what I mean? Something a bit more like, yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah, great. And then, then, after that, we'll get into some fucking slamming bad boy bidness. Aye. So um, as usual, keep your a tight grip on your vaginal lips because if you don't, we're gonna go pretty fast and shit's gonna flap around and it's gonna make like kind of a weird slapping sound, which is cool when you're having sex, but when you're just kind of like hanging out, man, it's just like what the fuck is that sound? You know what I mean? It's just like you know, sort it out. so out. Love, close your fucking legs. Okay, so there you go. Um, Let's play some bloody music, shall we? I mean, before it all gets a little bit too fucking weird. Sorry, by playing the music, it's just got
4: weirder.
5: Good evening!
4: Everyone.
0: i The marsh is there interrupted by the trains taking humans to the concentration camps, built after the terrible, terrible results and consequences of the flooding.
6: Discuss. Uh, and welcome. I'm um, I'm here with the uh, renowned anthropologist Terry Nutkiss to discuss uh, the field recordings he made on Hackney Marshes. Um, Terry, um, hello, hello. Um, Thanks for having me. By the way, uh, time will tell whether this proves to be a pleasure or not. No, the but, pleasure's uh, all mine. Um, generally. Um, what was your uh, your sense of the environment as you experienced ex- as you experienced it uh, upon Hackling Marshes in the year two thousand and twenty-five?
3: The sense of the environment, in what sense? Uh,
6: just the general ambience, the gritty ambience. opulence of the marsh. The
3: gritty opulence. I, I, I would suggest that there was no it, it, it was fecund in nature, um, but. I wouldn't suggest that it was, um, it was gritty in any way, it was, it was, it was rather sanguine and quite relaxing. Um, there was remnants of a previous culture, of, of a, a culture that we all are familiar with in the, in the surviving parts of the country, um, but in those areas of the country which have been decimated by the, uh, the rising floodwaters of, in 2025, um, there's very little that remains. There's the odd building and so forth that pokes out, but other than that, nature has reclaimed the area. It's a little bit like um, a film, I think, in Logan's Run, where they have the uh, Capitol Hill uh, shrouded in in um, forests, in, in in almost like um, Amazonian jungle. It's like that, but but British, not Amazonian. It's um,
0: it's 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 a, it's a very beautiful
3: place.
6: Excellent. You are, of course, referring to the renowned raconteur, Peter Ustinov.
3: Um, I wasn't referring to him directly, but um, is he in Logan's run? <laughs> uh,
6: yes. Yes, he is. Excellent. He has a rather central role. Does he? I which, can't, I've heard no, that about him. The appearance of which demonstrates that you have not seen the film. No,
3: I just remember that bit. Is um, is Jenny Agatha in it?
6: I think so, yes. Is
3: Michael York in it? Yes. Well, I've clearly seen the film. Don't question me. You
6: could have just seen the poster. I've
3: read Internet Movie Database, but anyway.
6: Um, A point I was particularly interested in, um, having listened to your field recording, was um, the accelerated extent of evolution that seems to have occurred um, for the wildlife on Hackney Marsh. And to to what do you attribute the thousands of years worth of evolution that have taken place in in approximately a decade?
3: Well first off we must remember that even though there's been an accelerated evolution there's been a massive retardation prior to that point and then after that there was the apocalypse. So we're talking about a very base almost down syndrome like culture that existed in the Hackney Marshes uh, prior to the great rains of 2015, um, as they're referred to by some of the tribes there on Hackney Marshes. Um, Now, it would become a decadent culture, a culture where all forms of social structure had had clearly been mislaid. um, And many um, there attribute it to almost like the wrath of God on a particularly decadent element of Western capitalism. Um, now, in terms of the evolutionary aspect, how things have moved on from that, I, it's, it's still very primitive culture there. It's a very primitive culture, but it's almost like it's in a, in a biological sense. Many of the animals and the creatures that have sprung up there seem to have developed properties and attributes, um, which I think have happened quickly, and maybe there's been uh, to do with some kind of uh, some chemical issues there, but more to do which were based on the very decadent society that existed beforehand. So it's almost like some kind of crazy spastic shit has happened, rather than anything I can properly explain. And um, words.
6: Well th- that's interesting because when you described the um what was the species of bird again that you were that we, it doesn't have, to. It, doesn't have my an name, notes it doesn't it's, have a name it's an, an name. unknown species
3: but I referred to it in the piece as the Hooverbag Duvet bird or the Hoover Duvet bird for short Um
6: yeah well it and I mean I'm playing devil's advocate here but
3: Are you
6: could Can yes I play as well. uh yes of course um you're invited Um you are you actually a good interviewer Um, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Well, we shall see. Um, But just to uh, to play devil's advocate, is it just playing devil's advocate? Just playing devil's advocate. Is it? um, Could it have not been some kind of feral child that possibly scavenged a duvet and some kind of phallus? Um, A
3: phallus attached to his face, like maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm going with you, playing, going along with your well, being devil's in, advocate.
6: Currently, being in the year 2014, the internet still exists, and um, the internet uh, does still exist and, in and, 2014. You're correct, and uh, and uh, pardon, but in uh,
3: 2025, it's become something else. I didn't uh, well, to, I, well, we'll get due will get right. you don't mind. I, I do I have a have thread, and I would around.
6: like to keep to it if that's okay. Um, well, I hope you do. Good. Uh, the it's possible to buy fallacies in the Is form it? of face masks. Is it? In 2014. Actual fallacies? Um
3: like live fallacies? Not live fallacies, No. Isn't live Rubber, fallacy.
6: plastic. That's,
3: okay. Let's see that band. Um rubber plastic. Is that a specific type rubber of plastic? Rubber or plastic.
6: Rubber or plastic. Uh, plastic. There was, there was a comma. <laughs>
3: not a not a question mark.
6: No, a comma. Okay. Um
3: yes, anyway, sorry, you're making a point.
6: So the point was could could the um, Hoover duvet bird. In fact, have been a feral Perhaps child, wrapped in a scavenged duvet with a phallus face mask.
3: Possibly, possibly. I mean, to, to, uh, to go along with what you're saying, because we were at a distance, admittedly. But there's been many reports to corroborate um, the the, the, uh, the sight of this bird. And the most important thing I think to remember is that is what happened in my piece is that the bird seemed. Had some kind of physical relationship with its victim. I'll use the word victim. We can on, Well, I don't know. We maybe we should come on to that later because that's not entirely clear. But it, the bird, seemed to inflate or grow in size while it was doing something to the human, and the human seemed to reduce in size and then re- re- regain some size. Um... But like a messy pillow. Um, So things happened, and I don't think a child is capable of, whatever happened, of sucking the insides out of a human and then spitting them back into the human. Mm, I mean, unless it's a child with a very powerful mouth.
6: It could be a well-read child. A a well-read child. Yes, who who possibly read the the novel Stig of the Dump.
3: Um, I've read the novel Stig of the Dump, and I do not remember any kind of... Anything verging upon cannibal Holocaust within *Stick of the Dump*, which would have made it an entirely different story and possibly not fit for children's television.
6: I, I, it's, it's a moot point, but I, I, I think that probably would have been edited out given, um, I, given the potential I hope so. demographic it, of that. I hope so. Of, of if it was actually part that. of
3: it, but if it is actually part of *Stick of the Dump*, do you have any access to the rushes, the original? The unedited uh, version. No, cause no, I don't. I, I can't
6: qualify that comment in any oh, way. Right, okay,
3: maybe no, it's on YouTube because that'd be definitely one for the bank. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, possibly, but no. And uh, further to your observations, what? Um, I, find, I find your style of interviewing quite combative. Uh, is, there, is there some doubt of the veracity of? Well, my, of, of my doubt my
6: comes piece. from the fact that I'm 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 somewhat at a loss to explain how. You conducted an interview, or a field recording, rather, uh, 11 years in the future.
3: Um, entirely possible through uh, transmigration of the soul um, via various crystal-based technologies.
6: Really? Yes. And uh,
3: I wouldn't have said it if I didn't mean it.
6: Maybe, but you're you're trying to defend something that is.
3: I'm not trying to defend
6: it. Well, you accuse sure, me of being competitive. I'm, sure, I'm sure there's but, better ways of doing but, it. but time travel, as far as I'm aware, is, is, is not something that is um. It's not a technology that is available currently. It's not mass-produced. I give you that. Uh, no, but it still could be uh, developed by the military. Um, yes, it is. And uh, for whatever reason, they gave you access to this technology, so you could go stole, eleven years we stole into it the future. Them. We and, stole it, from and it anyway. He, marshes. It had a it, camo jacket. It's on. also amusing that, that, of all the places you could have gone in the future, you elected to go to where I lived. Where that, doesn't live. That, doesn't that
3: make sense? If I live in Hackney, then I should go to Hackney Marshes in the future. It means I don't have to travel as far. I'm already travelling ten years into the fucking future. Excuse me. Man. Really, I want to. If, if, if temporarily I'm travelling a great distance, surely it makes sense. I don't geographically. I don't go very far. As we get really tired.
6: Well, I personally wasn't aware of your address. I'm, I, I certainly will be when I'm preparing your P forty-five. But uh, do you employ me? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Okay. Um, the shadowy employer. But it it seems odd that of, of all the potential. Um, Are you part of the Royal Society? The Royal Society of what? Wankers. Uh. Yes, um, yes. We'll 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 talk about royal societies in a moment. Um, Is that a euphemism? It Is might it be. We'll just eclases. have to see how this goes. Um, now, I'd like you to describe further mm-hmm. uh, the things you I'll witnessed um, uh, on uh, on Hackney Marshes. I mean, did you, did you witness? Obviously, obviously, there was um, there was the incident with the bird feeding on the human. I don't uh, or, know. Well, well, well we we we, we, can move on we can't confirm later. that. Yeah, yeah right. um, I had
3: some points to make about that. I think um, after with further research conducted afterwards after the piece.
6: Now, um, what other human um, evidence did you did you come across?
3: Other well, human evidence. Well, uh, evidence well, of, hu- of human activity. Lots of poo. There was lots of human poo everywhere. It's, there's no toilets left. There's no there's there's no civilization as we know it. So people just t- people just fucking go out and have a shit. That's what they do. They just shit. They eat things and they shit. Um, so lots of feces um, with twigs in it and stuff. So Bits sad. of plastic sometimes as well. But that's another matter. Um, other things, bottles, bottles everywhere now and what, and what
6: would you suggest that the uh, the plastic bottles yeah, I don't know where they got them?
3: them from there must have been some abandoned supermarket slightly above the water level or something like that um, never got as far to find out obviously the time travel limited limited time ironically on the time travel um, the portal will close obviously if you've seen the films um, and it was hard to obviously fathom like everything that was going on, but there was plastic bottles everywhere. I've got some photos. Um, and what do
6: you? Um, Although I'm not sure they work in 20. Though it would be purely conjecture. What What do you think that this is evidence of? The bottles.
3: Um, I, I'm quite. I saw. I well, I saw this happen because I did um, embed myself within. Uh, the reason I got able to see the bird and heard about some of these stories. I mean, I'm not the only scientist to do this. I'm not the only uh, anthropologizer to get this close. I mean, there are others. Um, I don't have any names to hand, but they, they exist. And we have a, 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 a thriving uh, community. Um, but I got I embedded myself in a village of natives. Um, I refer to them as that, because everything has become that primitive. In the marshes, 10 years from now, and... Humans. Humans, yes, humanoids. Um, and I've sort of, you know, they have a kind of, a, they've got a kind of reverse patois where their language has degraded. Due to the fact that a lot of their um, facial muscles have slackened, so they can't speak in a, in, 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 in the way that we would speak in in, 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 the, in the in the sharpness of the Queen's English. So, but you can understand them roughly. Um, and the bottles, uh, one of the re- and I think part of the reason for this degradation uh, is to do with the heavy uh, drug use that now occurs on the marsh Now hackney marshes hackney around that area the east end of london was always renowned for its heavy drug use anyway so as a lot of these things have carried over i mean you can't you can wipe out structures of society and civilization but you can't necessarily remove the human impetus the routines of people's lives exactly yes and then so and then because of destruction of hospitals and so forth like that um the the place has been flooded with uh, cheap drugs. Um, The drug of choice it seemed to be a mixture of ketamine, Um, I don't know there's no vets there now so obviously lots of ketamine knocking around they don't need it Um, and a DMT or a DMT um, substitute and they mix this together and they call it KLF and um, and they're always there with uh, bottles of KLF, huffing bottles of KLF, taking the last train to Transcentral,
6: and this causes some kind of facial palsy. Yes, doesn't?
3: exactly, exactly.
6: That's fascinating.
3: It, it's an all-body palsy, but I think the, what happens afterwards is that there's certain muscles where the um, the slackness remains, persists, and especially within the face. So it's like it's, it's like basically having a conversation around a campfire with about twenty Gordon Browns.
6: That must be incredibly dull. Mm. Um, with even less grasp
3: of economics. Um,
6: it's You see it's interesting that the the uh, the extent to which the environment seems to have been polluted by the paraphernalia of of, um, of drug use. And It is interesting.
3: I I'll give Well you it's that.
6: interesting in the context of, of the rapid rate of evolution of this particular bird. Um, I was wondering if, if maybe you could, um, because it, it wasn't it wasn't clear in the in the field recording. But um, did this bird make a sound of any kind? It it did make a sound, and, but and, and, no, and, it
3: wasn't there on the recording. It was very it was very distant. We we heard the sound um, with our own ears, me and and and, and the sound recorder sound recordist um, later on that evening because um, we hung around the nest at a safe distance and um, yeah it made a sound we don't have any recordings of that sound unfortunately but I, I do remember it quite clearly
6: uh, do you think you could, um, could recreate that sound? Oh, I'd, I'd be that? glad to it was it was along the lines of this
4: that's in,
6: that's um, that's interesting. It's um, it's a <laughs> it poignantly embodies the the <coughs> the, the, the trauma that, that the animal seems to have been suffering. There's no trauma. Um, that was a happy sound. It was clearly happy. I mean, do you think it's possible? It was in a family environment. Do you think it's possible that this um, avian creature could have been. It's a flightless bird, by the way. I didn't ever see it fly. But do you think this? But it had wings. This this creature could have um possibly inadvertently become addicted to KLF uh, um, by by attempting to feed on the remnants of the drug use of the humans in the in the vicinity
3: I'm not sure I've not thought about that actually it's quite possible yes I mean I didn't see any behavior that was classically uh, <laughs> of an addict, but then it was a bird, not a human, so I don't know, it's, 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 it's potential. There, there seems to be a, a huge chemical imbalance in that area, and I'm not sure how. I didn't ever get to the point of asking or finding out where exactly the drugs that the, um, the tribes on the marshes seem to be ingesting in vast quantities came from, and the whole environment seemed very toxic, there was very strange smells everywhere, strange gases, it didn't, it, I had a headache the entire time I was there. I, I felt queasy. I felt like I'd taken a lot of drugs, to and then,
6: did you suffer any lasting side effects once you'd returned to the present
3: time? Um mild psychosis. Okay. Which I'm still f- feeling now.
6: Okay. Well, I mean, it's probably traumatic, isn't it? It's yeah, there. it's, it's like a post-traumatic stress disorder. Trying to escape by disappearing through time. Um, It's really,
3: yeah, it's quite a difficult thing to achieve. Um, It's quite
6: stressful. And uh, Well, I'm I'm intrigued by what what humanity has has become 11 years in the future. Um, Now, did you witness anything that may have given you an indication about about the the structures of how human interaction works um, in this place in time?
3: The marshes seem to have become uh, divided uh, on tribal lines. Very much reverted to a tribal organisation, um, which is understandable, um, with no structures of government or law. Obviously, as you know, have you have you, have you ever read the uh, book *Roadside Picnic*, No. which uh, the the, um, the film *Stalker* was based upon? And I can't remember. Right. I can't remember Mikhail somebody. I can't remember it's a Russian book. Can't remember the name, but in the future that area of the marshes because it had become so very very different to the, the, the surviving non-flooded areas of the country had been sealed off effectively as a zone um, and well you know researchers like, such as myself were attempting to fathom what was going on there now um, yeah so within that there's no structures of government or law the humans that are within there, who are possibly infected, we don't know. Um, but again, research is ongoing. Um, have developed their own tribal societies in order to um, you know, have some kind of organization to survive. I mean, obviously, there's some very dangerous creatures out there that they need to uh, they need to protect themselves against. And also, you know, they've reverted to a more a simpler consciousness where. That they're like they're almost in warring factions. Obviously, we as um, people from the civilized world, we were fetid and we were We almost lived like the life of like of small gods. Um, but one tribe we did, and we could move between these tribes quite easily without much danger. But one tribe that we really did sort of embed ourselves with because the most interesting were um, a, a, a group of people who seemed to be. Based upon the uh, the cyber goths of of the two thousands, um, I don't know, like uh, possibly because of the the, the, the a lot of their fluorescent clothing seems to be around, um, and we refer to these people as the high Visigoths goths um, for me- for many reasons, um, and we were, and, and with, the, with those group of people. And that's who we learn from the most. Um, saying that they were obsessed with past future technology from uh, the two thousands, um, so they had loads of old computers and things like that, that didn't work, like uh, you know, eight Apple uh, Acorn, Electrons, shit like that. Um, Dragon thirty two, Vic twenty. These are names of some of the people on it. Um, they also were very much at the same time, very rustic in their culture, because that's what was around them. They lived in nature. And, and, and so along the detritus of the modern civilization, they also had a very close relationship to nature. One creature they valued above any other was the badger. Now, the badger seems to have thrived on Hackney Marshes since what's happened, even in, in the very wet um, climate. There's a kind of a battle... A battle royale if you will between badgers and otters the otters claim the water and badgers claim the land um and this feeds itself in this kind of into classic kind of animistic religious territory between the you know the sun and, the sun the water and the earth so the duvet bird represents the wind the air the badger represents the land and the otter represents the water or the beaver um so we have you can see many sort of almost very simplistic, childlike cave paintings of of of, 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 of badgers attacking beavers with their mouths and stuff like that. Um, but one particular ceremony, um, which happens every summer, post hibernation, is the. Uh, um, we were there in the spring, obviously, as part of our spring watch series. Is the coronation of the badger king? Now. That's uh, an extremely exciting ceremony. That, um unfortunately, as much as we uh, we were like treated, you know, as as, as as gods when we were there as kings, um, they don't understand video footage. So every time I raise the camera to record some of this stuff, um, they they'd slap it down and make a strange sound No 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 like that with their slackened jaws like Gordon Brown. Um but the badger king coronation was quite phenomenal. Um, Would you, you describe that yeah. from an aesthetic? Perspective. Uh, I, I, I was hoping you'd ask that. Um, it involves. Um, have you ever seen the film Apocalypse Now? Yes. And have you and you've seen the end of that film?
6: No. Well, it's like the end of that film. So if you watch that, you'll you'll will know what I'm talking about. Okay, I, I'll 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 do that afterwards. But that that's not really going to help communicate the aesthetic of the badger coronation. Basically. They it's get two business. types
3: of, two
6: types of poo, because dogs, there's still wild
3: dogs in the marshes, so they get two types of poo. They get the brown poo and then they get the white poo. Obviously, no one knows where the white poo comes from, and that was a mystery in in, in today's world as well. Um, and they smear that on their faces like a barcode. and They like draw little numbers underneath the lines that they smear on their faces. I don't know why. Um, and then they cover themselves, they basically, all of the women in the tribe, they um, shave off all of their pubic hair, but keep it. And then they, through some rudimentary paste I think they create from the uh, the semen of the men, they stick that to the body of the person who will be the tribe's representative for that year, who is the Badger King. So they have a black and white face made with poo. It's Just to recap, so there's the mm-hmm. poo, poo stained, black and white face, uh, dog poo, wild dog poo. Um, and then their body is her suit with the pubic hair of every member of the tribe, wow. um, pasted on with the the gism of every male within the tribe. And that's pasted their body, and then the, the, they're put upon a, a chair of sorts, I mean, it is a chair. It's not of sorts, it's a chair. Um, An old plastic chair from the school that they found, and they parade them around. But then, then, at the end of um, the ceremony, the people who've been carrying the the chair have their heads chopped off.
6: Which is and and is there any crowning? Any crowning?
3: There is crowning. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Excuse me, just taking a drink now. Um, There is crowning, and the crown is a crown made again using some rudimentary paste i think this time it needs to be a little bit more solid so i think they use a mixture of something they some whatever chemicals come to hand whatever things they can find but also is it um, uh, human human spit poo and jism they mix it all together and they get all of the toenails they take the toenails of all of the virgins in the tribe and create a kind of a spiky crown of thorns, and they place it on the head of the Banshee King, who has obviously his face striped black and white with wild thorns.
6: This skin. is fascinating, and, and you, and you, you a with pubes and gismer. and you you witness this in the presence of the um the uh, the degenerated human beings and, who, and who the who King of Monaco from who suffer from a drug-related pause, and the King
3: of Monaco he came to
6: really uh, well. He of course is a degenerate human being. He is exactly, and that's right. why
3: that's why he wanted to come here. He was trying to find a wife and really? qu- a new queen for Monaco Wow. that he could leave on the, the the course of the Grand Prix, and she'd be crushed by a car.
6: So, a fast. Uh, car. So it's it's a it's a noble like pursuit. Um uh, But within the human population, did you see? Uh, I'm interested in what in what separates these as different groups. Is it simply um, that uh, one group wants to? Uh, have possession of a certain amount of territory for the purpose of, of uh, gathering r- resource, food, and fuel. Like SimCity, like uh, or or is, it, uh, or is it?
3: What's the film? What's what's the computer game with the the, um, the tribes that's before SimCity?
6: Kingdoms. I, I don't know.
3: So anyway, yeah.
6: Sorry, my answer was So is it based on geography and resource? i With the badge or, or, or is it? Is it? Is it based on um, the religious? Um, themes that you've described differences in the, the different tribes which have different deities and some such or um, they might do but we only really
3: embedded with the high visigoths
6: right high visigoths uh, by way, listen and and so so what's your take on that what what separates one tribe from another um space well in a literal sense yes i'm yeah. sure it is but but what ideologically Nothing. 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 They just hate each other. Why? On the basis of what?
3: I don't know. Maybe they just—it's like any relationship. They probably hate each other because they're too similar.
6: Right. Uh, Do do any of them um, fight animals for entertainment? They do. Um,
3: Well, the wild dogs—they—they—they basically they dress in Victorian clothing. They dress
6: the wild dogs in Victorian, or the wild dogs dress themselves in Victorian clothing. I don't know. Actually, I didn't see. I didn't. Maybe they do. I didn't see. You weren't privy to the uh, the dressing room. Uh, that's, that's that's understandable, um,
3: and, they and, fight, and and they I, fight and they fight them, but they have to. The, the dogs are at a massive disadvantage because they have to fight on the hind legs. So basically, they tie. It, it's, it, they tie their their wrists. Do the dogs have wrists?
6: They have ankles, They have, they have ankles. Four sets of ankles. Then. So
3: it's like a wrist ankle. So would we would we call that a
6: wankle? A wrankle A
3: wrankle ra- a, a That's how a dog a would say it. Um they tie ropes to their wrists and um, parade them like marionettes so the dog can only use its mouth. The dog often wins though, to be fair. It's a wild dog, it'd fucking just run off if you let it, you know what I mean? It's sensible, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the dressing up in Victorian clothing. Child- Victorian child's clothing. There must have been a museum here. The
6: Victorian Albert, probably. Um, now, now, given that you have travelled to the future to to witness this rather disturbing vision, I'm, I might. Um...
3: I didn't find it disturbing when I was there. I found it perfectly sane and okay. logical. It felt, in, um, in fact, I had a really warm feeling when I was there. I, I, I found the tribes very friendly. They didn't like each other, but they liked us. Uh...
6: but but given the contents of your field recording and how uh, a a bird seemed to feed off a human
3: well um, this is a good point because I want to come back to this
6: we've had further research but carry on on. uh, given that a bird seemed and I exaggerate that word seemed to feed off a human um, clearly there's been a profound change in the uh, hierarchy of the food chain Um,
3: with humans not being the the top level predator exactly yes
6: exactly and and I mean, uh, given the information that you have recovered from the future, um, would it not be pertinent or why... Like shit black box. Yes. Uh, yeah. From the future, indeed. Would it not be pertinent to take the information and the recordings you've made to the appropriate authorities who may be able to avert what seems to me to be a disaster for human beings You've got to remember in these... The future, would it not... Are you not indeed morally obligated to reveal this information?
3: Well, I have to, it.
6: But to the relevant authorities. You've if revealed re- it to me in the in the confines of a radio if re- studio. If the relevant authorities aren't prepared to listen, or then that's if not. they're not listening, then it's just hard luck, is it? Is that humanity's hard luck?
3: I don't think I don't think any of this is personally, would you like my personal opinion on this? Yes I would. I don't think any of this is by accident. I'm I'm a strong believer in this being, and uh, you know, basically, I'm 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 a paranoid schizophrenic. And I'm a strong believer in this being a com- complete conspiracy by um, existing governments. They've established a zone. This is in the future, obviously. They've established a zone, and I think they're using this to experiment on human beings. And I think if you want to know my and on on wildlife, and I think they've set this up for two reasons to experiment on human beings and to experiment animals and experiment on on, on relationships between animals and humans and on different ways of organising society because of the limited resources on earth and they've done that but they've also used it they've not hidden it in the future people know about it they've done that to um, act as some kind of you know the fiery, the fiery furnace below. Previously, in 2014, we have the underclass. You know, you don't want to drop into that. You know, you don't want to drop into Benefit Street. In 2025, you don't want to drop into Hackney Marshes because there's weird birds made out of duvets that might suck your insides out. Or, as I'm thinking, afterwards, basically, plant a duvet baby in there instead of your insides. Nice. Wow. So sometimes, but, you know, but when, you know when people put a pillow of their jumper to pretend to be pregnant. What if they were pregnant with a pillow? That's what you've got to think
6: about. Well, yes. I mean, if if this if okay, let's let's just entertain the idea for a moment that this is in fact it's an entertaining uh, idea. I'll give uh, you let's, that. let's entertain the idea that it's a Hold it's, on, it's, it's a conspiracy uh, by governments and, and the, the sinister powers that I can't like, confirm this, so I wouldn't want you to. No, no, it. I'm, I'm I'm speculating. But sorry, man. if um, who who would profit by this? Profiteers? But, uh, but who? Trade stocks on the number of rabid dogs on ha- Hackley Marsh, is this?
3: With their wrists tied by ropes wearing Victorian outfits. Yes, yeah. I think, uh, I think make, that would make the stock market far more exciting. Maybe Are maybe there the Asian betting syndicates? Maybe, are yeah, there, I think there are. Maybe the city is bored. Maybe the Chinese are bored. Maybe the Chinese have cornered every market and gone, do you know what, I'm sick of all these fucking fake handbags. What about betting on the future that it involves dogs and birds that are half duvets? Now, those kind of Chinese people I want to meet, because I find them extremely exciting. I bet you they have half a haircut, you know, just like you know, those haircuts which are shaved on one side, and then on the side that's shaved, they have an, a really long dangly earring and uh, an 80s suit jacket. Probably like like Uzi submachines. machines, I like the idea of this. I might go to China next. In the future. In the future. Yeah. yeah. Next time we go to the future.
6: Well, it's it's been a thoroughly um, a thoroughly uh, fascinating discussion that we've had here, Terry. Um, Thanks. And um, I'd just like to. Uh, I'm glad
3: you got on board with, with with the ideas. I felt some reticence at the beginning, but. After a certain period well, I mean, of that that, that, was, that
6: was purely because of the time travel. Um, discrepancy, well, I mean, but it, I mean, you've you clearly, clearly explained yourself there. Um, so why why would I doubt uh, a word you said? Um, I don't, no, neither do I, as I've just as I've, I've just just mentioned, well, I don't doubt um, you either. Uh, good. Uh, so I, I, I think I, you're voracious. Thanks. Um, thanks. Uh so we'll we'll wrap this up here. So this is uh, this is Fudge Packham. I've been interviewing the renowned anthropologizer Terry Nutkiss about his um conduct on um Hackney Marsh in the year twenty twenty five. Thank you. Thank you for the platforms
3: you know, uh, you know. And I'd just like to say, um further to your earlier point, um imagine if the Nazis in colour had been about something happening in the future and you could stop that from happening. So, maybe the Nazis are better in black and white. That's what I'm saying.
6: Uh, it's a point well made and uh, I think that would be a personal point to end this discussion. Thanks, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. for
3: well, 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 well. F- f- funks funks lots of massive funks that massive funks there to terror up kiss and forge Packham for a great a great little uh, view into the future and how that might affect the uh, condensing of sweat on uh, the bowl bags uh, badges so anyway let's have some tunes speaking a bit and that all right okay a um, bit different boy you know not that different,
0: really. It's all the same in it. Same, same shit. Different day.